What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the SUP World Podcast, your favorite podcast in the world. Thank you for listening. Thanks for coming back, where we try to give valuable information, resources, and just provide the community with with some good knowledge. I'm Dustin West, here with my co-hosts, Jeff McInerney and Jordan Shaw. Yes, sir. Bold statement. Best podcast in the world. I like it. I said your favorite podcast in the world. (laughs) That's my listening skills. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to talk about that. So, welcome. Um, Today, we have a few things prepared for you. We're going to go into customer service. We're going to talk a little bit about sales and discounts and see where it goes. So we just we just had a sale at our stores, and if you guys, if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, we are the leaders of supplement world. We have five stores in the Wichita, Kansas area, and three in Oklahoma City. Retail stores, sports nutrition, vitamins, health, all that good stuff. And we just had a sale, a Halloween sale Monday. Spectacular sale. Did really well. Very pleased with it. Yeah, for sure. We've been doing sales obviously since month three of our company's history and used to do them every month we didn't do them every month because we thought the customer needed them but we needed them we needed (laughs) the company needed the cash we needed money so it's definitely a highly opinionated subject sales and obviously this this varies quite you know drastically depending on what industry you're in if you're in retail like we are sales are a huge part of the business and some retail operations don't go into sales or discounts at all. So what are you, first of all, Jordan, Jeff, what are your, what are your thoughts on discounts? I mean, I know what mine are, but good, good for those people, but I respectfully disagree for yeah, multiple reasons. Right there with that. I just, I know that every time we have a sale, we get a bunch of new customers. So right. if we didn't do that sale, would we have ever got that new customer? And on top of that, I like to give back. I think it's good to reward our customers every few months and, Multiple reasons. It's that's that's my top two. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think you know, just like we talked about a lot with the marketing aspect, is retention is a, a huge focus for our attention. We're not always you know going after like, oh, we got to have the greatest margin, the highest average ticket, the number of people walking in the door, how many new customers we get, and how long we retain those customers is by far the most important thing. And I feel like in the early days of us doing sales all the t- all the time, I mean, we needed to at the time just to continue to function and you know move forward. And, make sure we had enough money to pay all the bills and whatnot. But I think that the idea was that, okay, let's do this. Let's gain new customers and let's really blow people away with amazing customer service when they come in and figure out the best way to retain those customers moving forward to the point where we don't have to do sales all the time to continue to get traffic. Well, and you have to find that middle ground too. Sales and discounts can be a catch 22 because if you're doing sales too frequently and too often, then your customers are going to wait to shop with you or, do service with you until you have your next sale. Um, so you kind of want to find that right middle ground, which I feel like we've, we have over this past couple of years to where we used to do sales every single yeah. month. We were able to kind of ease back on it. And I did feel like we were getting to a point to where our customers were waiting on the next sale. Yeah. So finding that middle ground, I think is important. I think that was definitely like, and obviously back then I was on the sales floor all the time. I think that was the biggest thing that I noticed was we were getting to the point where customers would come in and buy stuff when there wasn't a sale. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to wait till the end of the month. You guys are doing a sale at the end of the month, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is starting to become a problem now. Like people are just expecting it. So, But on the flip side, there are a handful of customers that may not be inclined to come in at all or shop with you at all. Yeah. 
until you have a sale, you know, so still capitalizing on those customers in that portion of the market, I think is another draw of doing sales. But, you know, the counter argument can be you're devaluing your products and services. Yeah, and I definitely think that that's something that you don't want to do. Why continue to do sales all the time is, I mean, like you said, it just, you're not that value that you were trying to hold up with how high quality your products were and everything else starts to kind of go in the it's going to highly depend on what you're doing. You know, a lot of this, what we're talking about here is based on our personal experience with right. our specific industry and our specific business, which some of you may apply to you and, and some may not, but for our industry and what we do in our business and the way we've set it up, I feel like we have, you know, sales is a, is an important part of what we do and we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. I no can reason. remember one of our friends, calling us about I don't know, four or five months in and he calls me personally. He's like, Hey, are you guys doing okay? And I was like, yeah, why? He's like, oh, you just have a sale all the time. I just making sure you're okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, we're fine. And it, in my head, I wasn't lying. I really did think we were okay. I, I don't know about you, but looking back, even when I knew it was a struggle, I was never worried about the company. I thought, well, maybe we move, maybe we do something else. But like, I just was, I knew the sales were there. I knew that we had pulled sales, like you said, grand opening out of thin air that I wasn't really ever worried about it being a success at some point. I just knew the first year sucked. I think that when we kind of got to that point, I don't remember what year it was where we really started backing off of sales and comparing numbers to the year before. I'm like, Oh, well we don't actually need to do a sale anymore. Like every single month or every other month or whatever. Right. So yeah. When you're going up 30, 40% every year, year over year, you realize, okay, it's yeah. just like they say about, any business, podcast, whatever you're going to start, it's three to five years to see some results. Mm, and yeah. some of our stores literally were that five-year mark. Yeah. You know, Some of them earlier, I'm not going to lie. I mean, we saw success early on on a couple of stores, but they didn't hit their potential until year four, five, six. Yeah, oh yeah. Some of them are still East, East Store, East Wichita, yeah. is now in year seven, and it's going to break its record, yeah. which was year six. So, and I think that's a good point to talk on, too. Delayed results, um, delayed gratification. If you will, um, essentially, I think we've learned in business over these years that nothing comes right away. You know, when you, whether it's good or bad, if you work really, really hard, and a lot of times it could be years, sometimes could be months, but nothing comes right away, especially in business. It's right. it's always a delayed effect. Well, we talk about that on our conference calls and to the staff as well is what you do today will affect 60, you know, 30, 60, 90 days down the road. It's something we've heard for years and years. Mm -hmm. So true. When you go do outreach today, is it going to help you today? No, but it will help you 30, 60 exactly. days. Well, if you man. put it a yard sign today, it might yeah. not come in today, but in 30 days of them seeing it. So your your, pro, your results are going to come 30, 60, 90 days after. Now in business, obviously, it's way longer than 30, 60, 90 days, but everything's delayed. Well, but especially in, you know, the health and fitness industry, we're in the same rule applies. Like you can go to the gym for a week and you're not going to, oh, wow, I look amazing now. It's, you know, you got to consistently be doing it day in, day out for months on end. And where you look, and then when you go back and look at yourself six months ago to where you are now, oh, shit, wow, you know, this actually works. I got to continue to do this. And that, I mean, I think business is the exact same way. Yep. Yep. Delayed effects. No instant gratification. No. And I think that's one thing that, you know, from a customer service standpoint, we try to be honest with our customers with that. Like, Hey, listen guys, we're not, there's no miracle pill out there. We don't have this magic weight loss kit. You're going to lose 50 pounds in the next, you know, 30 days and you're just going to achieve all your goals and you can stop going to the gym and go back to your normal lifestyle. And you'll just look that way forever. And I think that being honest with your customers, especially when you're talking about 
if you're personal training or, you know, anything that has to do with helping people achieve a certain goal, like you got to be realistic with people, especially right now. Like we're living in the world of instant gratification. Right. Everything is right at your fingertip. People want everything right now. And just in reality, I mean, things that are really worth having take time. It doesn't yeah. happen overnight. Well, and the issue is what you have to do is learn to enjoy and fall in love with the process right. versus falling, trying to fall in love with the results that are not going to come right away. Right. And you're always going to be chasing those results. You're going to be chasing that end goal, whether it's business or like Jordan said, fitness, nothing's going to happen immediately. So you have to somehow learn to reason with and fall in love with the process yeah. to be successful. So let's talk a little bit about customer service. At Supplement World, we, we call it customer service, but we go a little further in depth and we like to go after what's what we call the wow experience, yeah. which is essentially blowing customers away, giving them a reason to walk out of the store and say, wow, you know, that was an amazing experience. And, and I think that's what we've built a lot of our business on is customer service in general. But, you know, the wow experience really just going above and beyond for every single customer who walks through the door. And, you know, that can be different things, you know, walking out from behind the counter, shaking a customer's hand, opening the door for a customer, sending thank you cards, a customer, different things that people aren't used to walking into, you know, a regular retail store. I think you can kind of simplify that down to, I mean, obviously customer service is such a broad, that, that entails so many different things. But I think for us specifically, you can narrow it down to us building relationships, like what we're trying to do and what we train our staff on and what our business model has always been is we have to build relationships with people. Like if I don't get to know you on a personal level, I don't know what you're trying to achieve. I don't know what you're going through in your personal life. I can't help you. It's not, I use the, this analogy when I'm training new staff all the time is if you're a personal trainer and someone comes to you and says, Hey, I want to hire you as a personal trainer. And you just mock up some dummy program and give it to them. You didn't ask them, okay, what are you trying to achieve? Like what's, what's the end result here? What do we want to do? What's your sleep schedule? Like what's your diet? Like, I mean, how much stress do you have in your life? Do you have kids? Like whatever, these are all the things that you need to know. Like if you're truly going to help someone, you have to know all that stuff. If you don't, then you're just pissing in the wind. You're yeah, just, there's service and then there's experience. 100%. And there's value also. Yeah, and, and we're not personal trainers. What? what what's <laughs> Such a serious look, right? The value. And value. <laughs> and value. No, just there's bringing value to customers. Right. And I think that kind of expands on what you're talking about as far as, you know, we could tell customers that this product is going to do A and B for you. Right. But in the end, is that going to provide the value that they're looking for? They're right. looking for some sort of result. They're looking, you know, they have some sort of goal and providing them with all the information to help them with that outside of just what we sell is right. providing value. And that is across the board for any single industry, any business, providing your customers with as much value as possible, even outside of your purse of your business generating revenue is going to ultimately generate you more revenue. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's not any different than, you know, you can have the mindset of, you know, there's so many different ways, like trains of thought when it comes to, you know, our business, there's, you know, there's guys that are just running a bro shop, selling supplements and slinging protein or whatever, which is totally fine. I think that's a good starting point for a lot of people. But if you want to adapt your business, then you have to, you know, get a little bit more involved with your customers. It's not just about having a guy that goes to the gym all the time, standing behind the counter with, you know, a tank top on that's just ringing people out. I mean, that's, right. that's not, I mean, that, 
that's providing a service for a place that they can go get their stuff. But what we're trying to do is, you know, an elevated experience a little bit and really letting people know like, Hey, we're here to help you. Like whatever you need, like you just want to come in and, you know, talk to one of our staff members and sit at the bar and shoot the shit. Like that's totally fine. Like we have, we have no problem. Another thing I heard years and years ago, one of my old jobs was the sale starts after the sale. And that's so true, obviously, yeah. with thank you cards and follow-up and everything. The, the real sale starts after you make that first sale. 100%, yeah. I mean, the next sale is far more important. Yeah. Your, your next interaction, like, are you setting yourself up to make sure that this comfortable, that this, this customer feels comfortable enough to come back in the store and communicate with you again? Or are you just being super salesy and you're trying to get a big ticket out the door? And who knows? I mean, and at the end of the day... I would much rather customers feel comfortable enough with us to come in month after month and maybe they don't spend that much money. Right. And what, yeah. Who cares? What like, do I say all the time? We have four metrics. We have average yeah. ticket. We have number of tickets. We have margin and we have, what's the other one? New customers. New, no, profit percentage. Gross sales, gross, gross profit. Yeah, yeah, basically at the end of the day, I don't care what the margin is, obviously. Right. I want the person coming back. I don't care if we make much money off of them, how much they spend. I want number of tickets in the door because that means that's our true lifeline is how many tickets we're getting at source, so how many customers we're retaining. And, I, and I'm, I'm sure there's other businesses out there that kind of have that same train of thought, but I'm sure there's people also that would hear what we're saying right now and just totally cringe. Like, oh, how are you guys not just focusing on maximizing your margin and getting average most oh, there tickets was a, out of there. There was a store back in the day that would average three, $400 a ticket. And yeah. It didn't work so well after a few years. It's just such a short-term gain, I think, when you're talking We've about, had to digress a little yeah. bit because there was a period of time in our business to where we were selling these huge stack kits yeah. and huge sales, which we could still do to this day. But we've learned that you know selling these huge items is not as beneficial as selling something to a customer that may be more beneficial that they're going to come back for, you know, so maybe we settle with a hundred dollar sell now right. make sure that customer comes back every month, earn their business and not try to sell them the house with some three, $400 huge sale and maybe make them feel a little uncomfortable and potentially not come back again. Yeah. I mean, point. every time that customer walks back in the store, you now have another opportunity to grow your relationship with them. And the more, comfortable your customers feel with you when you make suggestions or recommendations they're all ears they're gonna listen you're like oh this guy doesn't just try to sell me everything under the sun every time i walk in here it's just we're kind of you know talking about what i need and how i'm feeling and whatnot and they made a recommendation they're not being super pushy with it and now you know maybe that 50 dollars a month customer turns into a hundred dollar a month customer i'd much rather have that month in and month out with a customer for three to five years then have someone that comes in and spends three or four hundred dollars, and maybe we see yeah. him twice a year. Well, story mm -hmm. comes to mind is in our grand opening of our second store in 2014. I'll let Dustin go into it. It was something that happened that Phil went above and beyond and was able to right a wrong, I guess. Yeah, so I think this is a good kind of subject to touch on as far as turning because every once in a while, no matter how good you are and how much you do, you're going to always have customers that are not happy. Yeah. You're always going to have yeah. unhappy, unpleasant people. It's just, it's just the law of averages. So yeah, funny story back in 2014, we were just still brand new. It just opened our second store. Um, we had a customer come in and we had all sorts of traffic that day in the store. And this customer in particular, I think something slipped through and we didn't get them the discount. I think that we were, you know, offering that day or we didn't get them some free item. I think that, that we were offering that day. 
So the customer didn't really say anything, left the store and later saw on Facebook somehow that, you know, he posted, oh, you know, screw supplement world. Like, you know, they, they're, they're bait and switch. They come in or, you know, you go into the store and they're offering all this stuff and they don't even see blah, blah. I mean, just went on a huge rant essentially. And I got start- a lot of attention. I, I don't remember it being, I think it was like we were doing a sale if you bought two things and he just got one. And so whoever was ringing them out just, you know, just didn't give him a discount, but I don't remember the logistics, but he just said, you know, it wasn't, wasn't quite the deal I thought we were going to get at supplement world, but it definitely, right. It did, it did get a lot of attention. I think he even mentioned like our competition was better. Mm -hmm. You know, we were just still brand new. So we were trying to kind of break through the door and compete with our competition. And so, you know, instead of just ignoring it or, maybe trying to argue back with them on how, what we did, you know, we didn't mean to do it, blah, 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 make excuses. We just owned it. I think I just reached out to him, owned it and said, Hey man, look like this was totally our fault. I'm super sorry. You know, what can we do to make it right? Come back in the store. I think I gave him like 50 bucks in product credit and just blew him away with the wow experience. You did way more than that. You, you gave him like four or five free products. You gave him a free shirt, a free hat I mean, whatever we had swag, it was great. I mean, you samples, it was like a big bag. I was blown away. I was like, dang. At the time, Dustin was only 22 years old, too. It wasn't, you know, we hadn't had a lot of, like, experience doing this and having people, like, bash us on on Facebook on a grand opening. Yeah. But, no, you went over and beyond. I remember he took down the post. He's been a customer ever since. Still hits us up. Lifelong raving fan. Correct. So that's a great story. And I think that's, I mean, the early days of anything – when your customers don't know you, you haven't had an opportunity to build that relationship with them. Something like that will just deter them to immediately. They're so pissed. They don't want to ever shop with you again, whatever else versus, you know, that same situation with a customer that has been with you for a couple of years and they come in for a sale and whoever forgets to apply a discount, they may not even, may they, they may not even say anything. Or if they do say something like, Hey, it's not a big deal or whatever, but you guys had the sale going on yesterday and actually forgot to put the discount on there. So that goes back to that customer service aspect of, you really have amazing customer service and you make a mistake, you know, whether it's a new, a new uh, employee that didn't do the discount right or whatever it may be, you get a little bit of grace with those customers because they know like, okay, they're not shady guys. They're not doing the bait and switch thing or right. whatever. So. And I think an important lesson is to go along with the wow experience, regardless if you made a mistake or not, you're going to have sometimes customers, disgruntled customers who are disgruntled, mad and unpleasant, whether you make a mistake or not. So even if you don't make a mistake, with the wow experience, we still are going to own it. Yeah. We're still going to take responsibility because whatever we did, you know, good or bad, wrong or right, that customer still feels a certain way. So learning, and it's a tough thing to do. And especially when you didn't make a mistake, a customer misunderstood you or uh, took something the completely wrong way, just still learning to just put on a smile and um, just owning it, I think will go a long way. Jordan, what do you got for some customer experiences? You got? I mean, gosh, there's so many over the years. Um, I think one that really sticks out in my mind is uh, a couple that came into the east side, and this was probably, God, maybe four or five years ago. And it was a husband and wife. They were both truckers. They were on the road all the time. And they're just, their diet, everything, their lack of exercise. It was just really getting to the point where their mental health and like kind of that depression aspect was starting to sit in. They felt like that there was no hope. There was no end in sight with the way our lifestyle is. And we just can't do these things and whatnot. 
that I probably spent like probably the longest I've ever spent with a customer, like over an hour, just sitting there, talk to him forever about all these different things. Hey, let's try this. Okay. Let's talk about your diet. Okay. Well, let's, let's cut out the pop when you guys are on the road, let's switch to over something, you know, maybe that's calorie free that we can still get you a little bit of caffeine, gave them a bunch of options. And I think the wife ended up losing like 70 pounds over the next six months. And the husband still comes in. Like I just saw him last week. He came in 69 years old. He's in the greatest shape of his life. He's happier than he's ever been. Him and his wife have, you know, a great relationship. And it's just crazy to see that, you know, when I met them three or four years ago, that they were just at this point where like, they were very just unpleasant. They, they, they did not like where they were at with their whole life and how they felt with everything. And so that's really, you know, over the years for me, that's what's kept me motivated when I get in these points where I'm just kind of starting to get burnt out. I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels all the time. Then you get one of those interactions with a customer where you really feel like you made a little bit of a difference and you're able to build that relationship with them and help them. Like, it's just such a rewarding feeling. I mean, it's kind of a selfish thing, that, but it's, I mean, you, you feel rewarded. You're like, oh, oh my sure. gosh. Yeah. Like, I feel so much better now. Like, these people are, they're happy. Like, they're, they're really they, they made a change and it, all it took was me spending a little bit of time with them, answering a few of their questions, pointing them in the right direction and letting them know, Hey, listen, as you go through this journey, I'm here for you. Like, come in, talk to me, whatever it may be. Like, I'm not going to sell you everything under the sun. I'm going to answer your questions. I want you guys to feel better. I want you to feel more comfortable with when you look in the mirror. I want you to be healthier. I want you to live longer. Like that's what we care about here. So, I mean, there's been so many of those situations over the years where it's just really like, kind of taking you back like, man, wow. Okay. That's yeah. Good. That's, that's why I do this. You know, well, that's, that's why I've been doing this. And for that goes 10 back years. to what we said in our original one is you don't necessarily have to have a passion for supplements, but passion no. for helping people. Yeah. 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 You have to be, especially in this industry. I mean, anything, I think any more that relates back to fitness and health and whatnot, like you have to have a passion for helping people. Yeah. Well, I've got a story. I don't know if Dustin's even heard this cause it's new to me. I, I know Jordan knows of it, but Tom told me, that he had a customer reach out through him through social media. This was a, a guy that lived in Virginia named Austin. And he actually got, so you've heard of this? No, okay. No, okay. Well, I didn't know this story. So he th- saw us through a, a sponsored athlete in Oklahoma City. Tom yeah. was telling me. So yeah. that's how he got a hold of us. He'd been ordering $300 a month for years from Tom and just stays in touch with him. Social media, just enamored with our company. Absolutely loves you know, everything about us, even though he's never been to the store. And Tom said during COVID, this is about three years after he started being a customer, he gets in his car and drives 20 hours to come see our store. Yeah, I was, I can't believe I haven't heard this yet. I said, Tom, have you never told me the story? He's like, well, I just don't know. I just haven't told it. But it's a great story just to see that to me, that's a wow factor in the reverse. You know, he yeah. wowed us, you know, Tom wowed him with customer service, but then he wowed us back by showing up 20 hours just to come be around our store for a few hours. And I mean, yeah, it goes wild. back like that's just that, that rewarding feeling. Like you think we're, our guys are just going through their day to day and they think they're just doing their job. But like the, you know, the, the feeling that you're giving someone the experience you're providing someone like you don't really know how much of an impact it makes on some people. I mean, when you see something like that, a guy like that to drive across the country, just to come in and basically shake Tom's hand and you know, look at our stores and thank you, for, you know, thank Tom for everything that he's done for him over the years or whatever. I mean, that's, that's a really cool thing that I don't think a lot of people really get to experience. And when you're in some type of service industry or business or whatever, and you experience that for the first time, that's a really big, like for me, that was like a huge wake up call. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see why people get addicted to this for sure. Nope. <laughs> All right. We're wrapping up. Cool. Well, Jordan, you got anything else? 
No, I feel like I've been talking the whole time. <laughs> you have. I got the great. center seat today. You and definitely I was like, All right, us, yeah. This is my show today. Cool. Well, so once again, feedback's a gift. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate the Sub World guys. Show. We'll see you next time. Bye.